Chapter 12, the hard sell. The hard sell. What does that mean, man? What is the sale hard? No, no, no. The hard sell. It has been said that you have to ask someone five times before you will ever, ever get a yes. Well, I don't know if that's true or not, but I do know that most people will not buy without someone asking them to buy, and people will never say yes to someone who quit asking for the sale. Impossible. It has been my experience that the moment you quit asking, for sure, the deal is dead. It's like the moment you quit swinging the bat, I promise you, you can't hit a home run, a single, or a double. But you can certainly be striked out. It has also been my experience that, that most people will not just give you money without you asking and then persisting and being willing to even hard sell. Now, I'm not talking about pressuring people when I say hard sell. I'm talking about being willing to get to that hard place in the close where everyone may get a little bit uncomfortable. Now, I want to go back and talk about that earlier chapter, give, give, give. Attitude, all that. Look, if you don't close them and you don't ask for the close and you can't stay in the close and you aren't willing to get comf uncomfortable in the close to get the separation and the agreement, which is called the hard sell, you're not going to get it, no matter how nice you are to people. The salesperson must be willing to persist even when it gets hard, difficult, or uncomfortable, and that is what is meant by a hard sell. A buyer once told me, Grant, hey, 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 buddy, you're pressuring me. And to that I explained, sir, you're confusing my belief and my passion in knowing that this is the right product for you and your company with pressure. Please don't misinterpret my enthusiasm for pressure. Now let's do this. See, when you hit hard sell status, when you hit that place that gets difficult, you become so convinced that your company or product is the only answer and, and no other choice would even be a possibility. It actually would be a disservice. At the place of hard sell, you're certain that your service is superior, your product is superior to anyone else and to any other product, and ultimately that the only right choice the customer or your prospect can make is with you, and therefore you must insist on it regardless of the discomfort that might be felt at the negotiating table. Because you believe this so deeply, you're willing to stay in the deal, even when it gets uncomfortable, thus the hard sell. And people are squirming. They're making excuses. They're becoming difficult. They're maybe even getting emotional. And you stay there even when it's uncomfortable and stay in the deal. You know, one of the best salespeople I've ever met in my whole life is a lady named Charmaine, Charmaine Rogers. She is a full-time fundraiser and a dedicated master of selling, of service, and of closing deals. This woman is, I mean, a lethal, incredible weapon, arsenal of technology of wrapping a deal up. Charmaine isn't selling a tangible product. She's raising money for a charity. You don't get anything. You get a feel good, hey, I helped out. You don't get a product. You don't get a car to drive in. You know, you don't get a country club to play golf at. You don't get a new addition to your house. She is getting people to give money for charities that are helping other people in the world that people probably won't even meet. Well, she called me one night. She said, hey, Grant, I'd like to get an appointment with you to meet with you. And I agreed. And I agreed with her. I, hey, I'll give you some time, Charmaine. But I made it crystal, crystal clear to her. Look, I'm done making any contributions, Charmaine. I love you. 
I'll do anything to help you. I've helped you in the past, but I'm done. I've fulfilled all my charitable donations for the year. Yes, Charmaine says, no problem, Grant. I just want to come over. I want to see you, and I want to catch you up. Yep, she came over. We talked for a while, and then she starts moving in on me. She asked me to think about donating more, and I got furious. I adamantly told her, no, absolutely not, no way. I already told you I've done, I'm done with it. I've done all my donations. I'm done for the year. I'm freaking out, right? I'm done, Charmaine, unshaken by my, my outbursts. She looked at me with a smile and said, and this, this woman is, I mean, lethal professional. She's beyond a great. She looks at me and says, now, Grant, the only reason you're acting like this is you know you haven't done enough. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe her audacity to take everything I just said and handle me. See, once the initial shock wore off, I started laughing and did what all people do when they're being sold. I gave more. I did. I started laughing. I'm like, you know what? You're right, Charmaine. I haven't done anything. That's why I'm acting like this. Charmaine, because of her dedication to her cause, her purpose, she's a master, but also because she is willing to stay in the sale when it gets emotional. When most people blow out because they don't want to handle the you know, the discomfort, you want to get away from it, but not Charmaine, not true greats. Look, she could have been polite. She could have left. She could have said, yeah, I agreed to come over. And you said, you know, don't ask me. She could have just done that. She could have started hollering at me. She could have got irrational herself, but she didn't do any. She stayed cool. She stayed calm. She stayed in the deal and she got the close. The willingness to stay and persist when the prospect becomes noisy and emotional is what separates a professional, consistent closer, a great from an amateur who randomly closes any deal. If you don't truly believe that your product will somehow bring the buyer more enjoyment, more benefit, more security, greater than the numbers they have in the bank that they have to transfer to you, then you'll never be a great salesperson and you'll never fully understand the concept of hard sell. If you really believe and learn how to close, you'll know someday what it means to be a hard sell. And this is an absolute art form. Now, the formula for being a hard sell, there are only two things that can get you to the point of being a true professional hard sell closer. And again, I'm not talking about pressure. I'm not talking about anything that's, uh, you're, you know, just grinding people to death. I'm talking about a professional. I mean, they don't even know, they, they feel so good about it that this is happening, but you're willing to go through that hard place to get it. Number one, you must have the belief that what you're offering is the right thing. That means first chapter of the book, you got to be sold completely, completely sold. Number two, you have to be trained to stay in the close, in the deal, in the discomfort. You have to be willing to do that and able to do that no matter what happens, which means you'll need to be armed with an arsenal of ways to handle stalls, to handle emotional reactions, and to handle objections. My closing program called the closer's arsenal is vital for arming you up with technology to master the hard sale. So be sure you get that. Closing. It's like a recipe. It's like I need to know the ingredients. There's no way around the fact that you have to know what to say and it has to sound natural. Now, does this mean you need to become rote in your responses and have some formulated way to handle a specific objection? Yes, absolutely. 
It's a recipe. It takes certain ingredients combined together in a certain order, put into the oven at a certain temperature for a certain amount of time, and you will get pronto, bako, clozo. Do it exactly per the recipe, and you will get what you anticipated. Change one thing, and you won't. You'll get something else. The more you practice handling objections, the more natural you will sound. It is like the grandmother who makes fudge without even looking at the recipe. She has done it so many times over the years. She doesn't need to read over a list of ingredients anymore. She knows what to do, and the fudge comes out perfect every time. It's the same thing with handling objections and closing deals. There is nothing wrong with learning what you're going to say. There's nothing wrong with, wrong with drilling that exactly and how you handle certain situations needs to be practiced. Look, if you were given a press conference to the world, you'd drill and practice what you were going to say, right? Before you said it, you'd consider how your address would be perceived and the effect that it might create before you even go out in front of the world with it. Well, you'll have to do the same thing to pre prepare yourself to become a professional hard sell closer. Look, the truth is there's no money in selling. Hate to tell you that. The real rewards, the real dough, the real money, the real freedom comes from closing a deal. So you'll need to learn how to close and you'll need to learn how to stay in this thing to hard sell close. You need to practice handling the objections and the stalls so that you can persist intelligently through resistance. Look, I practiced this for years, five years every day, just practice closing in front of a video camera on audio. Every morning I'd team up with another salesperson and we'd practice every possible situation we could possibly encounter that day. This turned me in to a lethal individual at closing deals. Truth is, if you can't close, you lose. And the truth is, if you have a great product and a great service and you have a great, maybe a piece of material for Hollywood and you can't close, people on putting money into that project. If you can't close, you lose and they lose. Everybody, the whole world could lose if the project's good enough. Well, I've done this in many different industries only to find out I've worked with insurance people, money people, finance people, uh, financial planners, real estate people, insurance salesmen, car salesmen, uh, entire industries, guys trying to change industries. I've done this thing called closing in many different industries only to find out that all objections are very, very similar from one industry to the other. And the closing techniques cross over from one industry to the next. But look, the techniques don't matter if you can't persist. If you can't stay in and can't fire the weapon, you've already left the scene, you can't close. If you can't persist with closes due to the fact that you run out of material, then you'll never reach the level of being hard sell anyway. If you can't handle the emotional outburst, you're going to blow out even if you know the information. So both have to be drilled. If you don't learn how to do this thing called hard sell, you will not make it to be one of the greats. You know, I suggested to you earlier to work out how you're going to handle these situations. I don't want you to look shocked or surprised or having to run out somewhere to figure out, hey, what do I do now? I don't want you going home to think about it, driving home, oh, I could have done that different, that different, and that different. Leave that for amateurs. For you to be a professional and you to get professional, great results, you have to know what you'll do and say in every situation. Video yourself and perfect your techniques. Record yourself. Watch your gestures, hand motions, 
even your emotional responses. Control them. Throughout the day, write down your objections as we discussed. Sit down the next day and go over with another team member. Hey, how am I going to handle this? Drill it. Practice it. This builds confidence. You're already doing this now, whether you know it or not. But you're just drilling in bad habits, not good ones. And remember, standing is for losing. Sitting is for closing. And this is about closing the deal, about being a hard sell. I've watched many, many salespeople make the mistake as they enter negotiations standing up. And this is a common era. They stand there talking about their prices, their payments, their plans, their proposal, their program, their guarantees, their benefits. And in so doing, are only talking, not showing, and aren't even in a position to close. No wonder they can't close. They're not in a position to. How can you? They're talking too much. They're not using anything to establish their credibility. Remember, what is your buyer belief? They believe what they see, not what they hear. Talking and telling isn't closing. Your selling should be over with now. You're in a position to take a shot at a close. You have to be sitting sitting down with the customer. You know, you'll almost never close a deal by standing up. Standing is for leaving. It's over with. Sit your client down. Show them what you can do for them, how you can support them. Support them with the facts. Substantiate. Standing up is for walking. Sitting down is for closing. Sit your customer down. Get your buyer in a position to be close. Sit right here, sir. Let me show you how the facts. Show me. Let me show you the facts about the product. Don't pitch it. Show it. When you're making a proposal, sit the buyer down. Write down the facts, the figures. Telling him verbally is a waste of time. It's a waste of effort and will almost always result in no close. So seat, seat your buyer. Show them what you've got. Be prepared to hard sell. Be prepared to stay in the deal. Be enthusiastic and close the deal.